Welcome to the Movie Bench Quarterbacking Podcast. This podcast features geeks brought together by fate to discuss movies and all things geek culture. Enjoy the show. Hey, fellas, we're, we're, we're back. And, um, uh, well, introduce yourselves real quick. My, I'm Jay. I'm Captain Keith. Wayne the Q. Wayne the Q. Wayne the Q. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, um, I want to have like a little discussion about, um, you know, so we're, we're big into movies and stuff like that. Movies in general, superhero movies and stuff, yes, for sure. But we are just movie lovers. Um, you're supposed to start opening up, not everywhere, but certain places, and it's going to be limited. And it's also not going to necessarily be newer movies. It might be like, you know, go rewatch the Batman trilogy over again or something like that. Um, as hard up as I am to be in a theater, I'm, I'm, I'm not going back for a cool minute. I, I, um, I can't think of anything. That, even though I want to see Tenet, even that, I don't think that I would take the risk to go in a theater to see that. Is that I'm going. Cool? I'm going. Okay. okay. But look, you know, with, 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 with my job, I'm out there on the front lines every day anyway, so I'm not tripping. You're funny. But I am kind of, I'm kind of curious to see what type of changes they're going to make in the theater. I, I, you know, the concession stand is obvious. Big walls around, see-through, whatever. I can see that, but inside the movie theater, I'm kind of curious what they're going to do with I mean, that. I mean, if they... At first, just to get people coming, they're probably gonna have you sit like every three seats, or at least a seat in between, a seat in between everybody, right? Uh, unless fine. you, you know, you want to. Do that anyway. Um, yeah. So that'll probably be the that'll probably be the at least at first. Most airlines are giving up. They they're doing the middle seat, the empty middle seat. But they're giving that up. Southwest is giving that up July 31st. So between now and July, the end of July, it, it, you'll start seeing more full planes and you'll just be next to people on the plane. Wow. they want that money. <laughs> yeah. So, so Wayne, yeah. You, you had me cracking up because before we were talking, you had mentioned saying something about how, um, how, how, how the world just want to reboot. What were, you, <laughs> what were you saying about that? About just kind of act like nothing happened? No, I said, well, no. <laughs> American American culture, we we tend to like to sweep things under a rug or forget things. We tend to like to say we're so progressive on things that we move forward, right? Ever ever forward, right? So like I said, like um, you know, people have really forgotten that coronavirus, so the COVID nineteen more specifically, was was really killing people like left and right two months ago, a month and a half ago, and now we're just like because we want to get out there to the beach and we want to do all this kind of stuff. We like, bump it, Corona, what? And, um, you know, not regardless if you believe in it or not, if you believe in it was made in the lab or from a bat, whatever, or not, you, whether you believe it was passed to certain people or not, you know, some of the effects were still really real, right? And so the, the fear was there because at some points you would see people sneeze and you would think somebody like aired out a gun True. from a sneeze. True. But now all of a sudden it's like, like, what's up? We had the barbecue or what? You know, and um, and so I just think I just think that's gonna go. I mean, you know, I went to the barbershop last weekend. It just passed. Nobody was wearing a mask in there. 
You know, Napa's been open. Wine tasting has been open for at least two to three weeks now. Really? Solano County's open. People in the mall. Yeah, the mall, so Fairfield Mall is open. You can go in there. Really? And walk around. That's been for three weeks now. The mall's been open for a month? Three weeks, yeah. Two and a half, three weeks, yeah. That's crazy. I ain't been out the house. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Now, some of the stores are boarded up, of course, right? right? But you can literally walk in the mall. And so well, that's what I said, like, you know, we just tend to the, move yeah. forward. That's what I was saying about Little Richard. It's not, it's not that, it's not that I was saying that he should be forgotten. I just said, well, a 15 year old, like literally, what does that do? Like, I mean, it, but that's the same thing with anything. Like, again, if it, if it affects your life in no, no kind of way, like, what does it matter? Like, you learn trigonometry in high school, like, do you still use it? So it doesn't affect your life. No. So what do you need to really know it for? Yeah. You know? It just it's like we're just we're the here and now. Like what's happening. But that's right part now. of the problem though. I mean, and I wasn't attacking you, don't so don't get me wrong. No, I, I I yeah. Yeah, I, that's, 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 yeah. That's part of the problem because how can you appreciate what new is if you don't appreciate and know what old it is? You can't well, have one that, without the other. Gener- well, generationally huh? No, generally generationally it it differs between every generation. So their version oh. of old is different than our version of old. My version of old would be like James Brown. Their version of old might be like Buster Rhymes. Like, you know, the, the generationally I mean, it changes. Like, well, well, and, and that's true, Wayne, but, that, 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 but, but my point is that we as a society have to have more reverence and respect for our art, you know, the old and the new. Like, for example, you know, it, it, it's nothing for the, the UK to have Marvin Gaye's uh, box set in the top 10. It's, it's so, it's, I mean, but Marvin Gaye's been dead for a long time. So my point is that, you know, you have other people from other countries who may have more of an appreciation for our artists and our older artists than we do. And, and, and it's I mean, problematic because it's, it's still the richer, but it's, it's, it's not just him. I mean, I mean, it, this is like in all genres, you know. Unless you're, unless you're in, in your peak, you, you know, you, you're lucky to get a, a, a cover on the front page, a Rolling Stone, or you're gonna get a small little article somewhere, you know. And, yeah, and, and it's know, just sad because, you know, for anybody who who ever did rock and roll, even parts of hip hop. I mean, when you listen, if you heard that song, uh, what was it? You might laugh when I said, but Fergalicious. Will I am? And he produced that Fergie. They sample Little Richard. Can't help it, girl. Can't help it. That's a Little Richard sample. That's I great. Mean, but what, yeah, what does that do for me? To, like honestly, like what what does that what does that actually do for me? Like you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm, I'm speaking in I'm speaking in the mind of a person in the new generation. Like knowing that, what does that actually do for my life? Here's what it does. It, it lets you know that he is a reminder that black people created rock and roll. He is a reminder that when rock and roll was created by us, they used to call it nigga music. And then the nice, well, but, and then later on, they called it race music. And that, you know, all that comes from us. So I well, mean- nobody, Nobody's taking that away, but you see, you can say you can say that, but you don't have to know who Little Richard is. So I could tell like a 15 year old or a 12 year old that we invented rock and roll music, right? And I can tell them the, the key players. What, still, at, at what point does knowing that Little Richard was sampled on this song actually do anything for that kid? And on top of that, too, goes back to the system here, right? Like, my mom, 
she played Odie Goldie in the house, right? Growing up. But I'm uh-huh. a new generation. So I, if I, when I have kids, maybe I might not listen to The Temptations growing up. Maybe I might listen to, you know, I don't know, uh, Jagged Edge or 112. Again, that generational piece, but here, but here's the deal. My mom grew up, she was my age when that those songs came out, right? When she was 30, she listened to those songs. So then when she had me and grew up a little bit, she still listened to those songs. So the songs that I'm listening to now at 30, I could still potentially play when my kid is 15. And that's what they would hear. It's, it's just a generational thing. Like, it's, I, I don't... Yeah, I don't wait, wait. I, and they're not going to play it on the radio because the radio doesn't the radio doesn't care about Lil Richard right now. The radio cares oh, about Chris Brown, the Chris Brown, and um, and the, the whoever else is like Chris Brown right now because that's the image that they're trying to portray. So it's not necessarily even just the generation, but it's just what 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 we're trying to push out with the image that we're trying to push out right now and that's what's hot but that's, that's what, what it's gonna be for me yeah for me it's not a generational thing it's an american problem thing we we don't respect what's old we don't cherish it and even the term oldies is offensive i hate that shit. i mean to me a little richard is just as much classic rock as led zeppelin is or any no, other I, rock I, group I, that you might know of you know, I don't I listen to Led Zeppelin. That, that means huh? nothing. Led Zeppelin means or, nothing to me. You or, see what or, I'm saying? Or Jimi Hendrix. Or Jimi Hendrix. I, no, I, I just used them for an example. My point being is that, here, here's my point. It's just important to know our music history. All of it. And, not every, and, and everyone's not going to be into that. I mentioned the whole sample about Will I Am and Fergie for those hip-hop heads who might be interested in Little Richard because, they, because he was sampled. There will be some people who will take notice because of that. What do you think brought George Clinton back, if you didn't know? What brought George Clinton back was De La Soul and Me, Myself, and I. When they sampled Not Just Me Deep, that resurrected that man. And then he even made a sample album, said, sample this, sample that. He said, hey, have at it. So George Clinton's relationship with hip hop is so much more different than his peers. Because they're like, oh, we, you know, we, we heard that, we know that sample. Our parents played you when we was kids and we remember that and we use that in our hip hop. We were making beats from your music. So it's and all- that's great. It's and, all- and, 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 and don't get me wrong, like, you know, I can listen to a song on the radio and be like, oh, that's sample from this. But to me, like, better all it'll be like, and it's not that I don't respect the past, but it's just, it's in the past. Like, you, you know, know it's, it's, I hear I hear what you both are saying, but I okay, so kind of kind of to talk about what um what Keith is saying. So I, I hear what you're saying, Keith, because I'm the same way. And it, and it, I guess it just depends on the um what you're into and, and how it works for you. It's like Jackin' for Beats by Ice Cube. You may or may not have heard it before. Now he's right. going around and he's taking all these different beats from these different people. Now, if you didn't know that, then it's still a cool song because he got like 12 different beats in one song and he just rapping through these different beats different different tempos and he just flowing through them all right so um i was playing it for my daughter malaya and when she heard it she's like oh okay so she wasn't really tripping off it like you said but then i played her you know you know um big old butt you know uh, uh, uh l cool j i played her epmd where all the places where they came from 
And, you know, she could have did without it, but she felt differently about it when she heard the Humpty Hump, the actual full song, not just the beat he was, he was flowing over. It means uh -huh. something, depending on who you are, or it might make you think like, man, what can I look back on that I could be inspired by the same way they were inspired by? It, 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 and it's not going to necessarily always be better. Sometimes you go back to where it came from, and it's like, ugh. I like the interpretation better. And some of the stuff just like, wow, it's much better than a new thing. I like the old one better. I miss the violins and how warm those sounds, you know, for whatever, whatever it is. Um, but I, I think it just kind of depends on the, the, you know, the type of person you are. I think it depends on if you're an artist. I think that plays a different kind of role in it. Because um, sometimes you might be, I was a person that always liked for music, I always wanted to know who did the background singing. Um, you know, who, who played the drums, who did, I just like that kind of stuff. Cause you might be like, eh, I don't like this song, but I like that voice in the background. Who is that? You know, you find out Lisa Fisher and she did all this stuff for Luther, even though she was a great vocalist by herself. So let me go visit and see what she did. I really became a fan of hers or it's almost like people who wrote stuff like Neil, he wrote, let me love you for, for, um, for Mario. So people were basically a Neo fan before they even know who Neo was. So some people dug back and, and saw and thought, hey man, the person that brought you this brought you that. Or you might not even care about it. You might not care who directed whatever. Like I, I like stuff like with movies, I like cinematographers. You know, I like um, Eric, Dick is Eric Dickerson? Ernest Dickerson. Ernest Dickerson. I love his eye. He makes my look like And when he directs his own stuff, I remember he directed an episode of Walking Dead. I didn't know he was directed for Walking Dead. And he just, he always opens up on these trippy ass shots. They're always brilliant. I'm like, and my lady was sitting next to me. I was like, I'm like, he like Ernest directed that. I bet he directed it, right? And so then they did the shoulder scene or whatever. And then they do the, the trailer, the opening for Walking Dead. And then they show directed by, and it was him. Like, yeah, cause I know his style, but does it change the episode being good or bad? No, but I, I feel I, I like the connection. Yeah, I, like people, I like people's style mixed in there. I like to see. Right. But the, he's from Spike Lee's camp. That's how I remember him, see? Yeah, so it just he, depends he on. Spike yeah. Lee first branched out and did Juice and blew up from that. Right, but what okay, most people right. care, maybe. The history, it's just, but, people but, know the history. I, I'm big on history, that's all I'm saying. I'm not trying to shove it down people's throat, well, but I hate when we lose it. We've lost so much already, and so many different Well, I mean, but you can, you can, you can, you can be big on history. Like, I'm big on history too, but I mean, I'm big on history that I feel like, I feel like it, it's pertinent to. Yeah, that applies to what you, what you, your sensibility. Oh, sure. Yeah, and, so. And I mean, life, like, like, you know, like, don't get me wrong, like knowing about Little Richie, right? So I know like one Little Richie song, but then you can't necessarily, I mean, and then, so if that's the case, and I, I don't know about history because I don't know more about Little Richie's song. No, no. But I know I know that he had a, a huge part to do with rock and roll. But yeah. if you want to talk about history, like this 13th, 14th, 15th amendment, these reconstruction, you know, sure. amendments or, you know, stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, so I know my history and I appreciate my history. But right. then, you know, it's like, it's like what is actually pertinent. So these these new the new generation, what's pertinent to them is X, Y, and Z, not Little Richard. Yeah, and, but and and not other things. Like remember I was I think another movie, another one of these talks we were having, Keith, you had suggested some movie and I told you Clockwork that Orange. movie was past Clockwork Orange. A classic. I said yeah. I'm not watching that. I know it was past how, I know, how many man. years was it? I know. I'm just not watching it. I still got love for you. But also, like I said, it just depends on what you're into. So like for, like I said, 
it depends on what you do. So you, you're in like, you know, security and, and enforcement and stuff like that. So that kind of stuff, laws and, and how things roll and history and stuff like that, it's going to be different for you. You'll see it differently, you know? And, and you might see, you know, like I said, just like somebody who's into whatever, plants. They would go look at old stuff and see what was going on in Egypt at the time with plants. So it just depends. Me as an artist, I like to know information about stuff because it might give me an idea of how to process for what I do. So I understand what you're saying. History is just there, but how the importance of it is depending on who you are and what you need it for. Because everybody yeah. usually grab back for things within stuff that they like. That, that makes yeah. you take that journey. You know what I mean? Like, if I just like Prince's music or Purple Rain, I'll be stuck there, right? Like I went to go see it, went to a Prince concert. And it was his Emancipation. He had three albums, came out one time, big concert, loved the whole album. People that was sitting next to me were like, when is he gonna play Purple Rain? I'm like, have you heard these, these three new albums that he has? The, the name of the concert, all this kind of stuff? Like he might play it, but you know how many albums ago that was? They were a fan of Purple Rain. I was a fan of Prince. That way, whenever I came in on Prince, I worked my way back. And mm -hmm. he's like, oh man, that's, you know, strange relationships. Oh, Starfish and Coffee. Oh, you know, just the B-sides, you know, which would be not important at all if you're not a person who either really into music like that or not a Prince fan. And I understand. Just because you like one song don't make you, you know, everybody who liked that, that top 100 don't mean they're gonna like the person's whole catalog. And that's kind of the problem now. Well, but yeah. that's fine though. It is what it is. What it is. But the concern I have, Wayne, is that too much music history has been lost, especially with black people in this country. And it's become a detriment to the newer generation. They don't have a history. All they have is now. That doesn't help them. That works against them. It does. Because they're, they don't have a prince. They don't have a James Brown. I mean, well, they, they, they do. They, they, they have do. their versions of it. Yeah, they have. No, they have their no. version of the. No, check me out. They, yeah, they have do. their version of the greatest entertainment, right? Our version was the Mac Michael Jackson. Maybe your version was the 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 version the generation four. Could have been Marvin like Gaye James or something. Brown. Yeah, it could have been Marvin Gaye or Sam James Cooper. Brown and the same Cooks, right? So then we had like the Michael Jackson and Prince. They got Beyonce and. I don't know, Chris Brown, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's and their version. Chris Brown Regardless is good, if it's not good or not, level. that's their version. No, to they're them, the it might be because that's, that's their that's version of it. That's they're not, not on the same level. That's not, that's not fair. Yeah. They won't ever be. Because Chris Brown's a great dancer, and he comes close to James Brown. That's like saying play. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson's a great dancer too. And Michael Jackson's my favorite entertainer all the time. But I would never say he had like the best voice of all time. No. no. But Chris no. Brown is a great dancer. Just yes. like his mentor, Michael yes. Jackson. It's the yes. same shit. Like, I'm, honestly, like, yes, I'm just saying, in their generation, it's what it is for their generation. Right. That right. is their greatest entertainer of all time. Beyonce, same thing. Beyonce has a great voice. I say she's a great entertainer. I'm not gonna say she's the greatest entertainer all the time. Right. She's not but like, for their like generation, they I will mean, say that. But you can, you can, you can, you, you can look can at some that, people that, and say, "Well, Michael Jackson can, got all his stuff from somebody else." Mr. Yeah. Music History, right? Well, Michael Jackson well, got all the dances and all that stuff from somebody else, right? Michael Jackson was influenced by James Brown. Okay, yeah, but but do you but okay, but I I would still say Michael Jackson's better than James Brown. Well, I mean right. that's my generation right. though. Right. 
I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, we're, we're we're getting subjective, and that's fine because we all got our no, opinions. It's, no, but it's, no, it's, it's, but it's, 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 that's my generation. That's how I grew up. That's how you grew up, and that's how these kids are growing up. So they, if they say Beyonce is the greatest entertainer for them. I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna say the same thing to them what you're trying to say to me. That, oh no, Beyonce is not this. But to them, that's their reality. That's their perception. Perception is that's their true. reality. Who, whatever. That's like, true. all right, who, whatever. If that's what y'all think it is, I can try to showcase y'all more stuff. And I can try to tell you where she got this from. But you're still gonna see it like that because that's what's oh, here look, look. and that's what's now. Bam. Right there, yeah, right, but, but, right back, full circle. That's their generation. It doesn't mean they still have the same. They have the same quality as, as the people before them, because actually they just don't. They don't. I mean, that's your opinion. Like you know, what I'm saying for them, because they can say the same thing. They, they can say they can say that James Brown didn't move as fast as Beyonce did. James Brown didn't do this. That's what they can say. Well, see, but when here we go again, and I'll say to you, once again, all roads lead back to James Brown, and that's just a bullface lie. You can watch James Brown footage and see him. Yeah, don't listen. Don't look at. Don't, don't listen to me. The proof. Is I, I, I understand that. I, I'm saying I understand <laughs> that. Yes, but, 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 I understand but, 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 that. But I'm. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you this. Yes, everybody. Everybody. James Brown influenced a lot of people. But I'm gonna tell you, James Brown. James Brown probably didn't have like every grown man doing like some kind of kick in the mirror and talking about he he though, right? No, but but so no. I'm gonna argue that because that's my generation. But, but, here, but you but, can and, argue you can argue something else because so, that might be your generation. So, Just like everybody, everybody in this new generation is gonna argue that Beyonce can do everything she can do. Right. It's just right. our generation. So, so here's the thing. Michael Jackson at one point was the greatest entertainer the world's ever seen. That was mm -hmm. not, that, that there was no debate on that. Everyone acknowledged that. Michael Jackson sold more records. Thriller sold more records than any any record in the world, selling 50 million copies plus. Mm -hmm. that, those are facts. I can't dispute that. But, and so, but I'll say this though, once again, the road from Michael Jackson and Prince, they go back to James Brown, they go back to Little Richard. You see, I, he, all I'm trying to do is show the family tree. That's, now, what you do once you see the tree, that's on your that, that's your business. I will say this though, for this new generation, you let me know when they have a man or, who can play 27 instruments or a teenage boy at, at the age of 12, the way Prince could. You let me know when they got a man who's writing hits for himself and other band members and other groups and other artists simultaneously. You let me know when there's a, a, someone in this generation who's a prince. No, this, that's not gonna happen. Not in my life. It, it, but see, it might not happen on that same level as a prince, right? Because if that's the case, then James Brown might not have been all the things that prince could have been, right? But doesn't mean doesn't take away that Prince was influenced by James Brown if Prince well, that, did more than James Brown. No, well, that's, it, it doesn't, you, that's then, apples and oranges. What it is is that generation is gonna say whatever they're gonna say, right? Cause so for example, right? Beyonce can come and say that she played whatever she played. She did it live. She did a video discography. She did the Super Bowl. She did this and she did that. Oh, and she sung, you know, uh, the Selma song and she sung you know, this one song on her album that brought all black people together for Mike Brown's mom and all this. It, you, you just go keep going deeper and deeper into the comparison. Yeah, I'd say it's really solely it's just, 
Beyonce is Jan Jackson's daughter. That's all. Just good. She's she's at the end. Yeah. Like, I mean, like I said, everybody's not gonna always look back, and everybody's not gonna always like that tree. There's people that don't yeah. like Prince, straight up. No matter how much yeah. of a genius he yeah. has, people can simply say, I don't like Prince, and that cuts that off. So the, whatever came before him wouldn't matter yeah. if he doesn't like him. <laughs> I'm just saying. I like him personally, but I'm just saying. So that, that journey's for the individuals. Like, I know I wouldn't look back on so much music as I did as a kid if it wasn't for the sampling of hip hop. Before that, I would listen to my mom's 45 sometimes, but I didn't really go back and really want to listen to them until I heard hip hop songs. I'm like, man, I heard that they sampled them. So, you know, so people got to kind of be inspired on their own. That's the personal journey of where mm -hmm. they came from or whatever. So that, that's yeah. personal journey. And if it's and if they're looking for it, it's it's there. Um, yeah, and I was a different kid. I mean, I was going, I was I was going way back. I was going past my parents. But that was just my journey, you know. I, I love yeah. music. I like that. It, it didn't matter to me if it was old or new. If I liked it, I liked it. I didn't care. You know, right. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's just that's just who I am. But you know, I, I think also too, I think also too, one thing that you have to every time you talk about a new generation, you have to also include and add the new technology and new thing in this new generation that you didn't have that your parents didn't have that they parents didn't have you know back in the day it might have just been you know it might have just been like james brown on the black and white tv and everybody sitting at the house watching it but fast forward 70 80 years later it's beyonce on the tv but everybody got a cell phone plus that this is ringing plus that is on the thing too plus tick we making tiktok videos Plus, 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 plus. You, you got your mind so preoccupied. What are we looking back for? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, plus COVID, and if 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 the beach is gonna be open, right? Plus, if 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 I this rec, plus YouTube. What are you looking back for? There's so much to look forward to. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's that's so, I don't know. It's, I, I, like I say, I think those are all personal journeys. Some people live in the past. Some people are still stuck on 80s music. Some people are still stuck on, yeah. to be honest, I'm kind of still stuck on 90s music. I listen to new stuff too, but man, yeah. some Keith Sweat, some Babyface, some Tevin Campbell, yeah. you know, Heavy D and the Boys, you know, yeah. you know, Lisa Stanfield, you know, Soul to Soul, X-Clan, you know. And Bill that's what your kids are listening to. When you my listen kids listen to that, and I'm listening to that. Yeah, so I got you listening to that, right? Yeah, so so when your kids get my age, they're gonna say, "Oh, my dad listened to this, right. and this is what I know." Not necessarily what your dad listened to when he was your age, like, or when he was listening to James Brown, right? Well, listen, but your I, dad listened to this '90s stuff. Like that's what my dad loved to listen to. I do listen to older stuff too, but I'm just saying. But yeah, yeah. Like, right. But yeah, correct. They would listen to their taste would kind of come. <laughs> So, I was watching the documentary on him last night. So, <laughs> so I pulled out my Al Green tapes. Well, that concludes this episode. So please join us next time for our next installment of Movie Bench Quarterbacking. Peace. <laughs>